Alright, welcome to the games of the 32nd Episodia of Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am Craig Galbraith, Super G Gold Medalist and Executive Editor at Channel Partners and Channel Futures. With me as always, the man who thinks shivering is an Olympic sport, our business development lead, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? <laughs> Doing well, Craig. Uh, yeah, in the wintertime, I definitely uh, shiver quite a bit. Being originally from Syracuse, New York, you would think I would be immune to such cold weather, but unfortunately, now that I'm in the D.C. area for over the past 20 years, uh, I've been a little bit wimpified and uh, got used to this warmth. So uh, shivering should be an Olympic sport, and I would have a chance at victory. You know, Craig, speaking of victory, now that the Super Bowl's over... The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions! Sports are by no means done. I know that a lot of the football maniacs like to think that the next few weeks are are boring in terms of sports time, but with the Olympics and college basketball and March Madness coming up, the NBA is still in full swing, sports talk on Coffee with Craig and Kevin will most certainly continue. We always manage to find a way to talk about it, that's for sure. Well, the Olympics are certainly the talk of the town lately. What uh, what do you like in the Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics, Kev? You know, Craig, I like the bobsledding. Uh, I like the speed skating. I always think it's pretty exciting. You know, I do enjoy the figure skating. I grew up in the time of, uh, you know, the Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding uh, incident. I'm sure you're familiar with that. There's a new movie out about that. I would like to begin by saying how sorry I am about what happened to Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, my God. Come on. So, you know, those are the ones I like. I like the hockey, of course. The movie Miracle is one of my faves. It's a pretty motivating movie. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. How about you, Craig? You know, if I could try one of the sports, it would definitely be luge. Seeing those guys race down that track, pretty amazing. They get those speeds up there, and then the winner only wins by like a thousandth of a second. So you think of all that hard work you put into it, and uh, you win by such a small fraction. Uh, Just one little error can cost you. It's kind of like working with you. I feel like if I make one little mistake, it's going to cost me. It most certainly will, Craig, and that's because I make so many of them on each podcast that you're only allowed one. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, growing up about two hours from Lake Placid, New York, you know, winter sports are pretty big up there. I was good at absolutely none of them. Um, I was more of a, a summer sports type of person, but uh, they are a lot of fun. I mean, I, I've done some downhill skiing, but I fell so many times that, uh, you know, I just don't like to talk about it. Yeah, Kevin, you know, it's no fun to fall on your butt, but it's even worse to have people see you fall on your butt. You know what I mean? For sure. And unfortunately, um, you know, when I fall, it's like everybody's watching at that moment. You know? <laughs> I don't like falling, but you know what I do like talking about? What's that, Kev? The Channel Partners Conference and Expo, April 17th to the 20th in sunny Las Vegas. And let me tell you, this Olympic talk's got me excited because I kind of feel like our conference is going to be just like the Olympics are now. And here's, here's my latest metaphor. Uh, bear with me, if you will. The Olympics are a gathering of all the nations, it's a source of camaraderie, it's a time to put all the differences aside and, and compete in a friendly, fun environment. Our conference is just like that, where we are the only conference that encompasses every segment of the IT and communications channels. We have the telco space, of course, that's our legacy, that was our bread and butter many years ago. Uh, we have the IT space now with cloud computing, IoT, SDN mobility, security, you name it. And we're bringing in, just like the Olympics bring in all the leaders from each sport and each country, we're bringing in all the leading vendors 
from each technology segment that are going to be showcased on the show floor, that are going to be featured in our content segments. We're having Gabriella Schuster kick off the keynote from Microsoft. I mean, talk about big time. And it's definitely coopetition while we're at the show. While everybody's competing against each other and looking to get the best partners and things like that, everybody's doing it with a smile on their face over some drinks, doing some networking. So I kind of feel like, you know, Channel Partners Conference and Expo each year is kind of like the Olympics that we have every two years now between the summer and winter. Does, does that metaphor work for you, Craig? I love it, but I didn't even know there were other shows. I thought the Channel Partners Conference and Expo and Channel Partners Evolution were the only shows out there. I guess I'm just in my own little bubble here. <laughs> for sure. I mean, it does feel like we are the only shows out there, no doubt about that. You know, Kevin, you talked about the uh, telecom and IT space. Speaking of space, our ice dance pairing here on this podcast is about to gain another member. And I don't, think, uh, I don't think you knew this. I'm springing this on. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm a little concerned. Uh, all right, go ahead. All right, Kevin. I would like to welcome our first guest to the podcast right here. Don't worry. He doesn't say a lot, so we'll get to the rest of the show soon enough. But, Kevin, please welcome... Digi, our digital services podcast mascot. Uh, hello, Digi? Digi sure sounds a lot like R2-D2. Jeez, Kevin, there are only so many sounds we associate with robots. Cut Digi some slack. Come on, man! Oh, I get it. Digi is here because at our upcoming event, the focus is the adaptive channel. You know, helping legacy agent partners transition into the realm of digital services. Exactly, Kevin. In fact, to show you how much Digi loves digital services and how smart he is, why don't you name off some digital services and he'll respond accordingly. Well, okay, I guess. Um, let's start with cloud computing. SD-WAN. Security software. Landline desk phones. Really, Kevin, that is insulting. Digi has been kind enough to join us on the podcast. Here you are trying to trick him. He even said he'd show up periodically throughout the year to help us talk about digital services. Now, we've got Bruce Wirt from Telesystem coming on the show in a bit. I highly doubt you're going to make him feel dumb. Now, I really think you should give Digi a digital hug. Oh, all right. Oh. Wow, Craig, that really got awkward quickly. Well, yeah, because you insulted the bot. You a little worried that the marquee will soon read Axel Grease with Craig, Digi, and sometimes Kevin? Yeah, sure, Craig. That has about as much a chance of happening as the Eagles actually winning their first Super Bowl. Oh, wait. That's right, Kevin. The Eagles did win the Super Bowl. Never mind that both of our picks were wrong. So you should be afraid, very afraid. I am a little, Craig, but I think an Eagles victory actually leads us into a great segue into our first human guest. So without further ado, Craig, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome in Bruce Wirt from Telesystem. He's the Vice President of Channel Sales, and we're super happy to have him on. How you doing, Bruce? I'm doing great. I don't know if I deserve that great introduction, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you most certainly do. You know, I've seen you around uh, channel events for a few years now, and, and you do a lot of speaking and have really helped build uh, the Telesystem program up since you've been there. So just great to have you on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Building these type of programs is my passion. I've uh, been with Telesystem for two years now. Time flies. Previous to that, 
I did the same thing at Net Carrier for 10 years, and we, we kind of evolved from a local CLEC to a regional CLEC and then eventually a national VoIP provider. So that's what drives me. That's very fun and uh, very exciting to kind of build and then see the progress as you go forward. Hey, Bruce, before we dive too far into Telesystem, I understand uh, that the Super Bowl here a couple of weeks ago was kind of special for you. Why was that? First of all, I'm a lifelong Philadelphia sports fan. So, you know, all of my uh, 38 years have been in the city of Philadelphia, and uh, I'm a what we call here a four-for-four four guy. So I'm a fan of all four major sports teams. <laughs> and it was the first Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a big fan of broadcasting as well. That's been my passion. I got a chance to do sports radio in Philadelphia for, uh, I guess, about five years. And I actually worked for the broadcaster. Uh, he, The broadcaster of the Philadelphia Eagles owns a small radio station in the Philadelphia suburbs. I got to, um, to work for him for a short time and just to hear him do that final call uh, as the Eagles had won their first Super Bowl was a special moment. And my, my tweet about that actually went viral. I got 156,000 views of that. It got picked up by the, the local newspapers. And so it was, it was a pretty cool experience. And, um, you know, as a sports fan, it's, you can't get any better than the Super Bowl, right? Wow, that's awesome. Bruce, 156,000 views. I, I think out of all my 2,500 tweets, I've got about 156 total views. So so that's pretty amazing. <laughs> it, it's funny. So, you know, in my radio days, I accumulated about 10,000 followers. And, um, you know, most of them, I had a professional wrestling show of all things that ended up <laughs> being pretty popular across the country. Yeah, we got syndicated from an internet standpoint. So we were picked up by a lot of the pro wrestling media and and I got to 10,000 followers. It doesn't help my business career much. But uh, when I post things that are sports related or, or wrestling related, I, I sometimes get things to, to blow up like that. So that's always fun. And, you know, it's one of those things someday I'll, I'll share with my kids when they make fun of me for being old and stupid. Uh, I'll say, hey, your dad once had 150,000 views on Twitter. I like it. Kevin, that reminds me of your alter ego, Nacho Taco. Beneath the clothes, we find a man. And beneath the man, we find his nucleus. <laughs> well, that's funny. That's usually what I say at the buffet line to, to other uh, e eaters. That's Nacho Taco. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Bruce, getting back yeah. into why we're all here, like the Eagles, you know, speaking of big wins, um, do you think you could tell our audience a little more about your current role with Telesystem, uh, your robust solution set over there, and how partners, much like the Eagles just did, can win big in bringing these solutions to their SMB, mid-market, and enterprise customers? So I'll just kind of give you a high-level overview of how I got involved with Telesystem. I was, as I said before, I was the vice president of sales at Net Carrier for 10 years. And, um, you know, we had grown the program to a point where it was very successful and thriving. And just you always have your eye on the industry and things that excite you. So I saw Telesystem had acquired LSI, which was right in my backyard where I live in Philadelphia. And I saw the opportunity to grow. They had the mission to grow a national program using the channel to do that and scale their, their offering across the country. And the thing that was most exciting about that for me is they wanted to do it with security products and kind of a different spin on 
DDoS protection specifically than what's available in the market, you know, even to this day. And it excited me. So I left a very secure <laughs> existence at NetCarrier and I jumped over to Telesystem because, like I said, I'm a builder. So it was just an exciting endeavor. So what we do is we build DDoS mitigation in our core. So it sits in front of our, our internet backbones at all of our POPs across the country. So all of our inline traffic is scrubbed before it hits the customer's network. So the difference between Telesystem and maybe some of our competitors in the same realm is that we're not proxy routing internet traffic for customers that want DDoS protection. It's all scrubbed as it's coming into the network. And the other thing that happens sometimes with DDoS mitigation is when a DDoS event happens, provider will shut down the entire circuit while they're mitigating the attack. And we don't do that. We just filter out the bad traffic, let the good guys through, and the customer most importantly, doesn't notice a thing. So we're doing all that on the back end. It's a very cost-effective offering. You know, it's made some waves in the channel. I, I mean, I've never seen the volume of quote requests that we that I'm seeing today in my in my career. So I've been in the channel for 16 years now. I've been a channel chief for 12 of those 16, and I've never seen the activity and uh, the awareness as high as it is right now. So very excited about that. And I don't know if you wanted me to, to uh, talk about the couple of the, the very large master agents that just came on board with us. Yeah, I think we should get into that for sure, uh, Bruce. We've run a couple of those stories, those announcements you've had uh, on channelpartnersonline.com in the last few days. Uh, we've had both uh, TBI and Tolaris on Coffee with Craig and Kevin as well. Can I do that, Kevin? Nice. Can I plug the podcast within the podcast? I think so, Craig. We do it six times, you know, before did. and after our interviews anyway. Yeah, so tell us uh, tell us more about it, uh, Bruce, what you've been doing in that regard, how the process has been going, so on and so forth. Hot off the presses today, I saw on channelpartnersonline.com, you ran our story that TBI has joined our elite program. So before I get into the partnerships, and I'll, I'll tell you about some other masters that joined recently, we kind of segment our partnerships in three different ways. We have general referral partners that want to be totally hands-off, not so much of a residual play, but just a spiff, and they go on with their business. That's a type of partner that we offer. We offer a direct partner relationship, trying to, and, and again, this is not to offend any agents out there because uh, it takes all types to be successful, but we'd rather steer the traditional agent towards the master's it's just easier to run and scale a program that way. You don't deal with contract negotiations all over the place and everybody wants something different. That's where I see the value of the master agents uh, coming into play. So we segment a type of our partner program called the Elite Partner Program, and that is specifically designed for targeted national master agencies. And guys, you, you're familiar with uh, national master agents and how they affect the marketplace. And I think you'll understand when I say this, but you spend $1 to market with the national master agents and you touch thousands of partners as opposed to taking on a bunch of direct partnerships and spending $1 for one partner. Does that make sense? Sure does. Absolutely. That's my philosophy. That's um, you know what I've spoken about in, in different channel forums that I've had the pleasure to speak at, just driving the program around the national masters and I'm very proud to say that in the last few weeks, we've uh, onboarded both TBI, which you saw 
today on channelpartnersonline.com. You get that plug in again. And uh, and last it. week, um, Edward Gately did a really nice article about our onboarding of Tolaris, which was, you know, very exciting. I had worked with TBI in the past at NetCarrier, haven't worked with the Tolaris team, but they're a bunch of great people, fun people. Uh, Patrick's all over the place um, handing out those socks. So, you know, after, uh, you know, a long courtship, we finally actualized and we have a lot of great, I guess, excitement in the partner community. There's a lot of partners that were requesting to sell Telesystem through Tolaris. And I think you'll see them vault up our, our stack rankings very quickly this year. Bruce, I have to say congratulations on that. Um, those are some great masters to work with. And again, uh, anytime you can work with a podcast veteran from Coffee with Craig and Kevin, that's always a good thing. <laughs> Additionally, I also like that you brought up how, you know, the channel community is very engaged in terms of DDoS and, and you know, other digital solutions such as security. Because, um, you know, that's one of the themes of our upcoming conference, the adaptive channel, and how, you know, your, your legacy telco agents are becoming what we're referring to as digital service providers. Get ready for DSP, Bruce. It's coming. But um, I'll stop blabbing now, and I'll let you tell the audience, you know, how they can find uh, the Telesystem team at Channel Partners Conference and Expo coming up. Thank you so much for sponsoring. And, you know, where they can catch up with you maybe before the show to try to set a meeting with you while on site. For the second year in a row, we're doing a meeting room at the Channel Partners Conference and Expo in Las Vegas. The best way to schedule a meeting is if you if you know who your channel partner manager is by region, certainly reach out to them directly. I'm very visible on LinkedIn, so you can find me there. Our kind of catch-all is our sales support team. They support the channel, both agents, master agents, and my channel managers just unbelievably. They deal with a large volume of activity. I, I wonder how they keep up. Um, and I'm thankful that I have some really uh, hardworking people in that group. You could find Telesystem actually in room Zeno 4603, and that's just going to be two levels above the Expo Hall where all the other meeting rooms are. So they'll be able to find you, Bruce, no problem. That's the best way to do it. You know, Kevin, I also want to say I don't want to leave out because I mentioned two of the masters that we just recently engaged with. We have a slew of others, Microcorp, PCG, Telegration, Course Communications in Philadelphia. I don't want to leave anybody out, and I probably did. You know, I do want to say that the entire master agent community is very important to us. You know, I specifically want to recognize TCG because they had just an awesome year in 2017. They were our top producing master agent. So I, I don't want to leave this without recognizing them. Absolutely. Bruce, thanks so much for your time today. Good luck to you and the team at Telesystem. We look forward to seeing you and all those master agents on your roster at the upcoming Channel Partners Conference and Expo. We're just two months out now. We'll see you then. Yeah, the time flies. Yeah, I appreciate the time here today, guys. I appreciate you reaching out and looking forward to seeing everybody in Las Vegas. It's going to be a great time. Thanks so much, Bruce. All right, Kevin, some great stuff there, of course, from Bruce. Got to agree with him. His assessment of the channel is more engaged in digital services than it's ever been. Well, I would hope you would agree with him, Craig. I mean, you just brought in a third robot host to the podcast based on the concept. Our entire event is based around 
the evolution of the channel and digital services. But hey, I'm just glad to hear that you agree. Do I detect a note of sarcasm? Are you kidding me? This baby is off the charts. Why? <laughs> Only sarcasm detector. Well, that's a really useful invention. Well, you mentioned our event's going to be focused on the adaptive channel, Kev, and we discussed last episode how channel partners and channel futures are going to bring impactful content to the event, as well as online on channelfutures.com and channelpartnersonline.com. We'll be outlining the future of the channel. I understand that for this week, you actually sat down with sales leaders from both of those teams, channel partners and channel futures, to talk a little bit about how this concept's going to be displayed within the expo hall. I sure did, Craig, and please keep in mind that Brian and Kelly are both technically my bosses, so apologies in advance for the hyped-up intros and obvious softball questions. You wimp. Alright, let's get to it. Alright, Craig, and our Coffee with Craig and Kevin audience, uh, I'm so glad to have the opportunity to sit down with Kelly Danziger and Brian Snortheim here uh, to talk a little bit more about how the Channel Futures and Channel Partners combined powerhouse of a platform will take shape and what you can expect to see at Channel Partners Conference and Expo in Las Vegas. Brian, as the Vice President of U.S. Sales for Channel Partners, can you tell our audience a little bit about how we're already trending well ahead of last year's event and just ready to set records within the channel space in terms of events here in April in Las Vegas? Yeah, thanks, Kevin, and hello to everyone out there. And we're within a couple of months of the upcoming spring show, our largest event of the year and the largest event in the channel. We're inside that two-month mark, and there's a lot of work underway from a client perspective, a sponsor perspective. There's also a heck of a lot going on with our content team and our agenda. So it's coming along very, very nicely. And for those folks out there who have been to these shows or our events in the past, I would say you could expect this to be our largest event ever. We had uh, roughly 5,700 attendees at our last year's show in 2017 in Las Vegas, and we're expecting an uptick this year and going over that 6,000 attendee milestone for this upcoming spring show in, in Vegas. So we're trending really, really well on attendees. We've got a great agenda that's online, available to everyone to see. Our content's really coming together well. We've got some really good speakers and analysts, lots of media also going to be there. So Things are coming together really, really nicely. I would also say the attendees to our Spring Channel Partners Conference could expect uh, some fantastic sponsors and exhibitors, and, and I'd encourage everyone to, of course, go and visit all of these companies who are showing their wares at the, uh, at the conference. We're expecting 275-plus companies that will be having some sort of a presence at the show. So a really good story to tell from that perspective. And this year's show, we're going back to the Venetian, probably the most popular venue that, that we've had in place in Vegas uh, with our attendees from the from past shows. And so I'm excited to go uh, back to uh, Venetian and Palazzo. And we've got some really good dates as well with, with it being uh, in mid-April well after um, the holiday and well after the, uh, the spring break uh, that typically goes on in that time of year. We've got some really good specific focus on the SDN security, cloud, UC, and we've even built in a specific track for MSPs for this upcoming spring show. 
And, and I'm pretty excited about that because we're, we're talking to a lot more companies, routinely talking to companies who are really looking to increase other audience types and increase the size of their ecosystem in their partner program and building in other types of companies into our show and, and new attendees into our show is a, is a pretty big table stake for us. So we've got a specific content track for those MSPs. We've also got an MSP pavilion on our show floor which will be a, a set of companies that will be more geared towards that audience. I'm thrilled to where we're at today. Again, we just are now inside a couple of months out from the show, and I'm excited to go back to Vegas and go back to a great venue in, in that mid-April time frame. So lots of good stuff underway, Kevin. Great stuff, Brian. You know, I'm so glad you brought up the plethora of technologies that we're going to see at the event because I'm certainly going to be visiting a plethora of Italian restaurants at the Venetian and Palazzo. Uh, how about yourself? I most definitely will. In fact, one of my favorite steakhouses, Carnivino, is in this same venue. For sure. That's one great thing about a business trip, right? You can run up that corporate credit card. Wait, yeah. you're both my bosses. I can't say that, can I? <laughs> Only after the event, after you've sold a whole lot of new business. <laughs> Fair deal. Well, Brian, in, in all seriousness, I'm also glad you brought up the uh, MSP CSP opportunity and the MSP pavilion because, you know, I wanted to bring in Kelly here, who is the channel market leader for our parent brand, uh, Connect 365 and Informa. And Kelly, you've been in the channel for a while. Virtually everybody knows you, but maybe some folks from the channel partners side don't know you quite as well since you've been with the Penton brands and and now Channel Futures. So if you give us a little bit about your background and then what Channel Futures could mean for, you know, the Channel Partners audience here coming up in Vegas and moving forward. Absolutely. Thanks, Kevin. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. I come from the dependent side of the business, which represented our MSP mentor, Varguy and Talking Cloud, which with all of the changes going on with the channel actually um, consolidated into one master site back in November called Channel Futures, which is really representing the full channel. And the channel is made up of a lot of different solutions, a lot of different opportunities. There's a lot of different models out there. And Channel Futures is really about embracing the full channel. And coming together with channel partners, we really have the strength to do so. Because because now we are having the online content, we're having the events, the uh, educational sessions that are really around touching all channel partners that are out in the ecosystem, whether these are managed service providers, these are agents, whether their focus is within the telco space, whether their focus is in with backup and disaster recovery and security. We now have this full opportunity to be sure that we are speaking to and providing education content and future opportunities out there for agents, for VARs, for MSPs, for CSPs. And when you look at the content that the educational program at Channel Partners is going to deliver, there is something here for everyone within the channel. And that is our goal, is to be a channel portal that can help all partners to get 
education and opportunities for working together, whether it's agents and MSPs coming together to build full-service solutions that help their end-user customers, whether it's vendors who are now having an opportunity to work together. That's what, you know, we're looking to do here. And, you know, we're going to see some slow-rolling thunder here at the Vegas event where we're going to see more MSPs coming to this event with the efforts that we are putting forth with our with our MSP readers from the MSP mentor side of the of the equation the MSP CSP track that is being sponsored by one of our big channel futures clients Datto who we're thrilled to have with us at the event but now what we're starting to do as well is look forward. Just like Channel Futures, we're looking to the next event, which is our Channel Partners Evolution, which is where all of our customers are really going to see a big change in the audience and a big change in the content and a big change in just the full focus that Channel Partners Evolution is going to deliver to the market. We're going to bring in our MSP 501, which is the big research study that we run here on the Channel Future side, and we'll have a big gala that's going to take place at the Evolution Conference. You're going to see, as we're starting to, to move into the October event, a number of different vendors who are going to be having a play at this event as well, which is going to help to deliver more of those managed service buyers um, to attend the event as well. So we're really looking forward to this. And, you know, this is all kind of it's building as we speak on a daily basis, and we're really excited to see how this is going to turn out. That's a phenomenal description. And, and I would say, like you said, it's building and changing every day, kind of like this technology gig we're in, right? I mean, it's changing daily. That is such the case. And that is exactly what Channel Futures is about. It's about Channel Futures and Channel Partners coming together is about looking at what our business models are today and helping all of our customers to, to be productive today and to build their businesses. And, you know, it's all about all of us need to generate revenue, right? And we need to do that every single day. So it's about providing those opportunities for all of these customers today, but it's also looking at what are these opportunities 12 months down the pike, 18 months down the pike, and how we can be that source to really help the market to see what's coming down the road as well. And Brian, speaking of the evolving channel, we do have uh, some changes on the Expo Hall floor to the experience areas that the partners have come to see at our shows. And uh, if you could just let our audience know what's going on with the SDN zone and the cloud computing lab as uh, these areas will affect both the MSPs and the agents that are evolving into digital services. Yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about the MSP Pavilion, which will be a set of companies that will be more suited towards that audience. But we also are opening up two different pavilions with SDN-focused companies that will be exhibiting their wares within the SDN zone on the show floor. So we're excited, really excited about that. And then also a set of cloud providers within our cloud experience area that uh, will be speaking more specifically to what's available in the channel from a cloud perspective and talk about some of their opportunities for these partners to, to come take some of those services to market with their small, medium-sized customers. So lots of great opportunities there. And I guess I would probably just close out changes to the show floor. We've got some newbies, some really big new exhibitors, plus some companies that have come back after taking a bit of time off from the expo hall. So big shout out, I throw it out there on this call to Office Depot and Energyware, two of our largest exhibitors in Vegas. And these are new companies that are coming into the fold of channel partners. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. 
and then also two companies coming back onto the show floor that have worked with us for quite some time, but are having a big, giant presence on the show floor with Vonage Business and Sprint. And I encourage everybody uh, to go uh, pay a visit to those companies in Vegas. And more to come. I, those were just a few that I wanted to, to give a little bit of uh, kudos to but others for sure with a lot of interesting new things that they'll be talking about in Vegas. Perfect. Brian, Kelly, thank you both so much for joining. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And, and honestly, this was probably the best interview ever conducted, one, because Craig wasn't a part of it, and two, because both of you impact the way I have to work every day, so I just needed to say that. Well, we're happy to be part of that, Kevin. Thanks for having us. And we do miss Craig, Thanks though. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Anytime, Kevin. You guys, uh, want, maybe we'll do another one when we get closer to the show. We'll uh, we'll be hopefully high-fiving some of these key milestones that we talked about in attendance and all of the new opportunities out there. Maybe we'll be slapping some uh, pre-show high-fives before the event. I like it. I like it. I sense a high-five sound effect coming soon. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks to you both. Take care. Hey, Craig, I just want to say it was great to be able to see Brian and Kelly in person. You know, we all work remote, so able to do that interview face-to-face. And, you know, to learn that the Expo Hall, much like our content, is going to, you know, match that theme of the Adaptive Channel. It's just a really exciting time to be a part of all this change and a part of helping, uh, ultimately, the end-user customers uh, run their businesses more effectively. Certainly, as we'll be doing that at the show, as well as on ChannelPartnersOnline.com and ChannelFutures.com, you're going to see a lot of content leading up to the show, devoted to the show and promotion of it, including a lot of Q&As with those industry leaders who are going to be leading some of those concurrent education sessions that folks won't want to miss. Craig, all right, I'll do it. Does Digi have anything else to say on the topic? Well, it's funny you should ask that. Digi is really just a digital being. While we say he's a robot, he, he's more of a digital being. So he was thinking that since he doesn't exist in a physical sense, that perhaps we could create a costume of sorts that you could wear at the Channel Partners Conference and Expo and represent Digi huh. in physical form. <laughs> Digi is a smart being or whatever it is Digi is. Uh, because He's a smart Alec. That's what I, he is. Uh, I, I sport that costume, and I effectively cancel myself from the show and move Digi right into my seat. <laughs> well, well, we'll see if we can get the costume uh, worked up before the show starts. Don't hold your breath, though. Gotcha. All right, if you'd like to download the archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin podcasts, and sometimes Digi, just go to iTunes. Search Channel Partners Online and you'll find the archive. You can also find us on SoundCloud if you're so inclined. Kevin, any last words? Craig, I do, actually. I picture Digi as like Johnny number five. If you've ever seen the movie Short Circuit, which was big oh, yeah. while I was uh, a little tyke, one of my personal favorites, even though if I watched it now, it's probably going to be one of the cheesiest movies ever. That's what I picture Digi like. I think you're right on target there, my friend. And on that note, Johnny5 slash Digi, Craig and I just want to say thanks everyone again for listening and looking forward to seeing everyone in Las Vegas April 17th to the 20th. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Six, 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 six,